Miss Valerie Davis, the GOAT. Hey, hey, hey. What is what is up, my friend? How are you? <laughs> Everything. Everything's up right now. <laughs> it, is it is it all up? Is it is it up? I don't know. What does that even mean? It's good or it's just like, you know, this is what's going on. Well, yeah, well, because nobody says like, you know, you know, you know, they don't say everything's down, you know, it's like, like what's up? Yeah, you know, if it's up, then it's up. Then it's yeah, up. Well, it's up because then it's, it's up. Like January 5th. Yeah, yeah. Year, you know, we're still in that, in that good vibes, like, you know, okay, fresh new start. So right now I think it's all up right now. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't I, I I'm not like a big like you know I I'm, I'm I don't know I I like the sentiment and I'm always big on like New Year's I do like New Year's but I'll be honest with you like this is the this these like the next three months are the most dead months of the year like it's so dead to me it's just dead it's just like there's nothing going on in like I mean okay in sports your birthdays in April let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Because months are useless. Your year starts when your birthday is. No, I, I I really am like that though. Like I am one of those people where it's like, bro, the year doesn't start officially until April for me. You know, it's like so I've gone through three months of just boring, and then April hits, bro. And when April hits, I'm, I'm gonna be really weird, but I'm gonna be like legit. Like when it comes to like April, something is different. The air feels different. Because it's your birthday month, Jason. Yeah, but it's like, it just feels... It just, time. Yeah, it just feels like... It's it's just like I've been literally... It's it, those uh, January, February, and March feels like I've been sitting in the house for three months. And it's just, there's nothing going on. You can't... really, really there's not much going on. The lake, you know, is cold and you know yeah. the, you don't want to go to the beach because you know especially over here in Georgia it's like I went to the also don't go down to the beach in April it's not it's not fun um especially in Georgia because I went to um I went to Tybee Island and it was just it was still like dead it still was just winter time and the water was cold everything in the rain the whole time but but yeah like I don't know it's something that's really high in April I guess that is just for me because I feel, do you feel like that in, in February? Do you feel like everything's going uh, high? Yeah, I do. I feel like February is my birthday month. So uh-huh. it's like, for me, I love the beginning of the year. I was actually thinking yesterday how I'm glad like I was born like toward the beginning of the year because I feel like I would feel weird like waiting until like November for my birthday. I don't know. Like it's just yeah, like, yeah. like a, it's a reset. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I feel have, that. you, have, you have your birthday and you're like, wow, it's a fresh new year of life for me. So, mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying though. I mean, January and February, March really is like in Georgia, that's like our winter. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that's like the height of winter. And so yeah. it's kind of like, things are like dying even more, like, like, like the trees and stuff outside and like, yeah cold and there's might be snow there might not be whatever like it's just like a weird kind of time yeah well I do love like springtime is like my favorite so I I love when like I love April I love May because like it's just like freshness so I totally Mm -hmm. get what you're saying but I also think related to your birthday (laughs) (laughs) you know like I I just like it's just everything just feels high in April everything just feels like like, oh man, it just feels, it feels fresh. Like you said, it feels like, yeah, springtime's coming. You know, you you have, you know, Easter in between March and April. Um, and it's just, you know, it just feels like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, and also everybody's kind of weird in like, from like December to like, yeah, to like freaking February. Everybody's just weird. I don't know. I, 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 it's just, it just, it's just, everybody just got, it gets all wonky during the winter time it's so strange and i'm just like bro what is what what's going on like you you straight you're all right and then when like springtime comes everybody's like oh i feel so everybody's in a good mood everybody's chilling you know we're going out the weather i mean because like seasonal depression is like a thing not saying that everyone's depressed but like winter time really does like force you to be inside it forces you to kind of like chill you can't like you said, can't go out to lake, can't go to the beach, like whatever yeah. it is, you're like, you're just here. Maybe that's yeah. it. I've actually never noticed that. Again, it's different for me, but like, I do know yeah. like being inside like so much and the weather can affect everybody's mood. 
I have I have felt that for years. I just have never like said anything because I didn't want to say like I didn't want to come off weird because it's like this is me just analyzing and observing the world around me and feeling everything. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, like you know this this time because like my favorite time of the of the year is April, May, June. Um, you know, yeah, April, May, June, that's like my favorite time of the year. And then July is kind of, July is cool. August is dead as well. Um, <laughs> you know, that's just how I'm literally giving you how I look at my, my, like, like, yeah, let's just like, I'm, I'll give you the breakdown. So January through March dead besides sports, it's dead. Like, and black history month, like every, it's just, okay. Dead. you got the Grammys, you got Super Bowl. You like, do you have, yeah, yeah. That's the only, that's the only, that's the little pocket of time. That little pocket between the NFL playoffs. Which is all in February, which is Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Grammys. Um, I think the Oscars are in there somewhere as well. Um, the, the NBA All-Star Game. And then you have March Madness. Um, and March Madness ends in April. So from April to about June, that's my favorite time. And then, you know, like I said, J- July is cool. I'm kind of coasting in July. August is dead. It's the worst month of the, of the year to me. I hate August because it's just like, it's just, it's just that transition time seasonally. It's just transition. People are going back to school. Summer's about to end, yada, yada, yada. And then September and October, I love. And then November is dope. And then December is just dead. And then we do it all over again. Jason's calendar, everyone. <laughs> I really need to make a calendar because the calendar would start in April. <laughs> April's a few. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and also like I've been doing a lot more like a little bit. Of, well, I've had like I have friends now who are like I've talked to about like, you know, um, astrology and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like I've gotten a little bit more into it and just learning about it. And like it is like a. You realize, like, number one, we're like, we're all connected. We're very, very connected. Um, I do, I 100% believe, like, in in the study of stars and constellations and stuff like that. Like, I'm not big in the horoscopes. Like, I don't read horoscopes. But I do believe, like, you, you have to because it's like, you know, you're not the only person dealing with the things that you're dealing with. And a lot of it is also connected to the stars and the and the planets and where everything is, you know, where everything is being set. Like, it's really interesting. So that's why that's another thing to why I feel the way that I feel in April, because it's like also because I'm an Aries. So it's like I feel like, you know, it's just it's just the best freaking time. And we're and we're the first born in the Zodiac sign is, you know, really? Yeah. Yeah, the where the, the the Zodiac sign starts with um yeah, it starts with Aries and then it ends with Pisces. Right. Okay. So I didn't know that. I thought it started with Pisces, but Mm-mm. y'all are the you're a Pisces, right? I'm an Aquarius, Jason. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I, I, those signs in between December and like February, I don't know anything about. Capricorn, I know. Capricorn's like December, January. Yeah, yeah. Aquarius is like late January, February, and then you get roll into Pisces, and then it's you. I think. Got it. Got it. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so speaking of reset, though, you um, you were saying how you we talked earlier, and you told me like you you feel like you're in the middle of a reset with your life um yeah please care to share on the podcast (laughs) yeah like it's it's crazy because like we're navigating well yeah we're both in our 20s I'm almost Mm -hmm. 25 and Mm -hmm. it's funny like you think by now Mm -hmm. you know it's like your life would look a certain way or you'd be like really settled into your career or whatever and for a couple of years, I feel like from like 19 to maybe like 23, I kind of like just, or 22-ish, mm-hmm. I felt like it was like big kid, like this, uh, just a big kid, but I was like an adult, you know? I feel that. Over the last couple of years, it's definitely been like really morphing into and transitioning into adulthood. Mm-hmm. But last year brought so many resets and challenges and changes like in literally every aspect of my life so for Mm -hmm. me walking into 2022 I genuinely feel like a completely different person that's wild and you know when we look back like okay a year ago from today 
where was I like a year mm-hmm. ago from today? I am, when I say I'm a completely, like my life has completely changed is completely changed. And yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's like an interesting space to be in. I wouldn't even say, dare I say like there's a tension because I'm not fighting it, mm-hmm. but it's like, this is my reality and I'm starting from scratch again. So it's like intimidating, but at the same time, there's also like this excitement of like, wow, like, okay, I'm starting from zero. So Mm -hmm. I really consciously now as a grown adult, am able to plan my life from here on out versus all these years up until now, you know, we are formed by our environments, our parents, our friends, whatever, school, whatever the case is. And yeah. so it was like this journey to getting to this point is like, now we're starting at Val with all the knowledge and experience and life experience that Val has now, she's starting from scratch and she gets to like really control what the rest of her life looks like. If that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I heard, I heard a quote, um, from a preacher. He said, um, a lot of people, well, in life, we go from one to 10 and mm-hmm. in life. And then he's like, the problem is that a lot of people get, get to 10 and they're scared to go back to one mm-hmm. because going back to one means you have to go all the way back up to 10 again. And then you go back to one again. And it's like, you know, and especially for us who are really creative and who are, you know, obviously we're artists, we're both artists. It's like, you have to be, I'm learning how to like, you have to be okay with the ebbs and the flows of life. Um, also because of the fact that we as creative people, we shed skin like nobody's business. Yeah. Like we are constantly analyzing the world, observing, taking everything in, processing everything, recording everything. And which is also like, I, th- I saw that it was like a four part thing of like how like the artist life, like we record, we, we observe, we analyze all this stuff. So mm-hmm. like we have, like, I'm learning how to like, all right, that was then, this is now, shed the skin of that and put on the new stuff now. And like, yeah. I, I even looked on my phone, like I was looking at some pictures, um, some random pictures of me, cause you know how uh, iPhones now, like you can find people's pictures of like, the same pictures of people with different, you know, and different outfits and stuff like that. And it's their face, mm-hmm. you know, and they do it by the face. And, you know, so you can, I went on there and I found like some pictures that I needed for, um, for the podcast. And I saw like the different, like outfits that I wore and the different haircuts that I had and the different places that I was in. And it's like, when you look back, you're like, bro, I've been shedding skin, man. Like, it's like, and that's the goal is like, okay, I wore this. I was this person at this time. And then now I'm not that person anymore. Um, right. You know, yeah. but that, that person will always be a part of me. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I, and I can go back. I was buying something yesterday. I was in the mall. And I remember when I was, I was at that mall when I was like in high school and I used to walk around and wait for my aunt to come pick me up from that mall. And I remember I used to walk that mall all the time. And the, and I used to listen to, you know, certain songs that I would listen to at the time. And I remember I was doing that yesterday and just reminding like, or being, you know, just remembering like, bro, like that was where I was then. And like, just to appreciate like that now is like, wow. Like, you know, so we're supposed to be shedding skin. Like that's just how it is. And a lot yeah. of times, a lot of times we're just not, we just don't want to change or we don't want to adjust and, you know, grow because growth is very uncomfortable and it's very painful. But I feel like, especially for us who are super creative, it's like, you have to, like, you got to because if you don't, you can't evolve and you have to evolve, you know? Right. And I also think the people around us are scared of growth or, or okay. can be scared of this version of us that was created or that they've known mm-hmm. and then that changes yeah it changes dynamics in your relationships friendships whatever mm-hmm. um one of i don't know who said this quote but it's always stuck with me for years and mm-hmm. the quote says like who were you before the world told you who you were supposed to be and it's like mm-hmm. when you were born you were born into a certain circumstance a certain environment yeah um, you were raised a certain way mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're friendships growing up in elementary school all the way to college mm-hmm. form 
the jobs you've had formed you, the relationships mm-hmm. you were in formed mm-hmm. you. Uh, even what was happening in society at, at that time, like culturally, like the music you yeah. listen to, the types of clothes you wore, like yeah, we're always changing and we put on these layers and these layers and we think that's who we are. Like I'm Valerie and I do this or mm-hmm. I like this type of music or blah, 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 whatever. And what I found is like in your twenties, it's like really that time to actually take those things off. And it's like, wait a minute, let me see who Val like was before all these influences yeah. influenced me, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think that is a part of growth. season or in the space that you're in right now in your life do you feel like you are as you are you know shedding that skin and you're changing and you're growing into this new person that you're relearning but also you that you've known for such a long time do you feel like the people around you are um still trying to keep you you know back where are they trying to keep you where they where they knew you you know are they trying to keep you in that space of like i knew val at this time and she needs to be that. And it's kind of like, you know, they're not allowing you to evolve. I think my close friendships are really honoring of like my process and where I'm at right now. But I definitely went through a time last year, like early, like from January, I feel like until like May of last year, where um, I wasn't in an environment specifically where I worked, <clears throat> where I I didn't have that freedom to express and just be who I am. And mm-hmm. that was an issue because I, I was expected to fit a mold and we both know what that mold is. Right. <laughs> we both Too know. well. We know like, you know, if you work at ministry, if you work at a church, like this mm-hmm. is kind of how you dress. This is how you act. This is how you speak. This is what you post on social media. This is what you don't post on social media. These are the types of friends you have. These are the types of places that you go and that you don't go. Like, mm-hmm. and I was tired of that, you know, yeah. I've always known, like, I very much value like having my own thoughts and being my own person. And so there definitely was a lot of pushback and tension in that space for me of trying to genuinely just become the woman that I am. And some people didn't like that, but you know, I made the decision, like I'm not living for you. I'm not living for anybody else. You know, at the end of the day, my journey is between me, me and Jesus and God, like that's it. And so anyone else, you know, can keep rock. (laughs) You know, you know, I'm in that space right now too, where it's like, okay, you know, I remember like being, because, you know, we went to ministry school together and we both have seen each other in different, you know, aspects of our life and different seasons of our life. So, like, I remember, like, you know, looking back, especially in that time that we had where it was like, OK, you know, I was looking at the things that I wore and I was thinking I was thinking about the way I was and how I acted and what I was, you know, and I realized I was like, you know, if you're not like securing yourself, you kind of like shy away from the things that you did. Um, you know, and who you were back then, you know, or you kind of like, you're like, you know, ah, you know, I didn't, I didn't, that wasn't me. You know, I didn't say that. It's like, no, you said that, you know, you said that, um, you did that. It, Jason, you gotta, you gotta repeat what you just said about no, like pros. No, <laughs> about you're good. Yeah. That's what I heard you say. 
Okay, no, you're good. Um, no, I was saying like the, um, you know, the way I, the way I, the, well, for, for me, for me, the way I was back then, um, and what I did and how I spoke and how I acted. And I, and like, I look back now and I was like, bro, I was, I was, I, I knew who I was. It's just, I didn't accept who I was. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we let the space that we're in dictate who we are supposed to be or who we think we're supposed to be. So it's like, I look back, especially at that time in ministry school, I was like, I was like, no, like you did that. You said that you were doing those things. And it's like, it's, but it's not in a sense of shame. It's like acceptance of like, this is who you are. This is, Mm -hmm. you cannot, you cannot shy away from who you are. You cannot, you know, you, you can't you can't put it down like it's just that's that was the space and time that you were in and I feel like a lot of times you have to go backwards and look at that and just kind of just turn you know turn to that person that you were back then and shake their hand and be like all right I'm, I'm I've made peace with this you know mm-hmm. and so now I can move on because this is this is where I was back then but and I can appreciate that person now and not look back at that person in shame and in guilt and in like insecurity, it's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I was there. I did that. I learned. I failed. I tried. Yada, yada. So now I'm, I'm moving on. And it's like, all right, I make, I'm, I'm, I've made peace with that with right. myself, you know? Honoring your process. Honoring your journey. Yeah. It doesn't look like anyone else's and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, talk to me about COVID. I remember you were telling me about a lot of the stuff that you were dealing with um, personally with COVID. Um, Yeah. Talk to me about that. You know, I am like, so over this as we all are really hit me like the past couple months, like the psychological effects that COVID is having on all of us. is like insane because whether you've had someone, whether you've got it yourself, right. And you feel like, Oh my gosh, am I going to die? You know, really sick or, You've had yep. loved ones passed from it, or like, I don't know, a lot of people have lost jobs because of COVID. A lot of people, their work environment has changed. Mm-hmm. Like, it has affected everything. I remember when, so vividly when COVID started, I was like going on a missions trip. And it's like, I remember at the church I was at at the time, we were like trying to figure out, okay, like, you know, we need like a six months plan. Like, and we'll see like what everything's looking like. It should be over by then. It's just like, we're going to year three of this. So last year, um, I, my whole family actually ended up getting COVID. My mom, myself, my dad and my sister. And um, both my mom and my stepdad ended up being hospitalized for like over a month and a half. And we are still, that was in August, September, and they are still recovering. Like my stepdad, he ended up having um, like damage to his kidney. So he has dialysis every other day. My wow. mom was put on oxygen. Like these are like, you know, people who were, you know, they had underlying conditions, but you know, my mom coming home with oxygen tank and like not being able to breathe, not knowing how to breathe on her own, like, and still having, you know, she's had blood clots formed from it. She had double pneumonia. Like, wow, it was like insane. Well, and, that they can they get um, can they get vaccinated, or have they thought about vaccination, or is it something that probably they can't do because of their health um, challenges? Um, I think that's their choice to. They have to figure that out. For, I think they can. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, mm-hmm. That's up to them what they decide to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. vaccine can be so controversial these days. But um, I, you know, every person's different because some people they get the vaccine and it's like they ended up dying, and then some people don't. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a mess, right? But yeah. Prior to that, they weren't. And um, it really was unfortunate how deeply it affected everything mm-hmm. because it was just like, I genuinely, I didn't know what was going to happen because there were some close, close, close calls. And they were they were at first at separate hospitals. So I was like having to keep up every day with all the nurses and all this stuff. And wow, um, it was crazy. a lot. Yeah. It was 
very, very, very scary. I remember thinking, I don't know what Christmas is going to look like this year. Like I mentally was preparing for it to just be me and my sister and like me having to, I guess, adopt her, take care, or become her full-time like guardian because wow. yeah, it's just so unknown. It literally the grace of God. Like I don't like, mm-hmm. they probably shouldn't have made it out. Honestly, as many complications as they were having mm-hmm. and how deeply it affected their bodies and stuff yeah the fact that they both made it out and are still alive and breathing is literally god like genuinely and you and you were in the middle of that smack dab in the middle in between this in the middle of that space i was i just resigned from my full-time position at a church Mm -hmm. i was in the middle of going through my first heartbreak Mm -hmm. i also just moved like three weeks prior to that mm-hmm. and then I came down to come take once I recovered I com- came down to take care of my sister you know mm-hmm. she didn't have anyone here at the house and yeah it's just in the smack dab middle of the madness wow. and that is something like you know there's just some days like it was just so scary mm-hmm. and so hard like mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even know yeah. how to put in words, honestly. Yeah. Like it was yeah. it was rough. It was really what rough. You know what's so funny is that because I know you and we're very, very similar um spiritually. So it's like, you know, I can I I understand like what you're talking about because I because I've been there where it's like it doesn't it does I wish it came in like spurts, you know what I'm saying? I wish it came in like, you know, little drops of bullshit you know just one drop here and then a couple months and then jimmy another drop and then no but it's like it comes in this space of time where it's like it's three months uh, or a month or six weeks or three weeks of just intense stuff (laughs) and like you being a creative individual and a highly sensitive person and Mm -hmm. extremely empathetic you're in this space for god knows how long and and then it's kind of like you know he got like it's almost like somebody's just putting the pressure on you for a minute and then all of a sudden it's like okay you know there's just this release and you and everything goes it's like everything goes back to normal and you're trying to figure out like that jackie chan meme you're like i don't i don't understand like what and it's just like what's so funny about that is that i've learned in the past well, now I'm learning now that when that happened in the past, that all that stuff was teaching me so much mm-hmm. um, and showing me so much in that time. But also it brings so much. It squeezes all this stuff out of you, good and bad, healthy and unhealthy. And you have to see it all. And all yeah, all of it. Like, you know, what's so funny about that is that I was, I was actually having a, um, I actually got dinner with a friend of ours. Um, and, um, I was talking to him about like, you know, just where I've been and I was telling him, I was like, you know, um, it's that it's, 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 it's the space that I'm in right now that I hate, you know, where it's like, because we spend so much time trying to not be where we need to be. You know, it's like, it's this, it's, it's the present. It's like, okay, this is where I'm at. This is my life. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm going through. And I hate it. I don't like it. But if you have, you know, perspective like we do, you can see like, okay, this is actually working out a lot for my good. And also what, especially for us who are creative people, yo, I'm telling you, man, I wish I had more people I could tell this to. Like, bro, don't, I, it sucks, but do not despise those, 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 those moments of just being in under high pressure because yeah. that's where the best freaking creativity comes out. It's like, it's, it's so true. Like I'm about to make so much money off this heartbreak. Like, <laughs> I, I'm writing a little poem book. I Yo. Songs, like. Yo, come on, man! Like, <laughs> it's gonna but, make me some money. <laughs> yeah, yo, if I'm gonna ugly cry, then I might as well get paid for it, man. Like, for me, what I realized, like, going into this year, I was like, you know what, Val, you are walking into 2022 with everything that you need. Everyone who was taken away from you 
2021, they weren't meant to be in your life anymore. Every job, every whatever relationship, like all that you have right now is what you need going forward into the new year. And I had to be okay with that because, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking, you know, I was looking at every, you know, we get on social media. I have like this love hate relationship right now with social media because it's so <laughs> be like, you know, everyone's like, Oh my God, you know, I, I made six figures this year and I did this and I got engaged and I wrote a book and I started a business and I, got like, a car and I moved here and I yeah. went all across the world. And it's like, like, I'm all for like celebrating people. Right. Interesting. But this past year was like, I lost everything. The people mm-hmm. who were closest to me, mm-hmm. including family at one point, literally backstabbed and abandoned me. The church mm-hmm. that I moved to serve at literally exiled me. Uh, the f- man I fell in love with, like, betrayed me and left me. Like, my family almost died. Like, I, like, all you, of it. Yeah, I you have, have nothing yeah. good to say. You have, you have. <laughs> You have no, you have no, like... I have nothing. Yeah. My pulse is pulsing right now. That's all I can give you. That's like, it. That's it. Like, that that's is it. it, bro. And so exactly. I was like, but I was like, you know what? That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's all that there has to be for, for now. But I was, like, going into... I was like, okay, Val, like, you know, when you do those reflections, like, okay, where was I last year? Like, mm-hmm. Obviously, all the things that happened, but I was like, you know what? I can at least walk into this year knowing that one, I remember walking into 2021 feeling so unsettled and not, Mm -hmm. and knowing like I didn't want to be at working where I was anymore, but feeling kind of stuck and almost like I can't make this move. Mm -hmm. I was also, you know, in a relationship where I felt I didn't have security. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I distinctly remember having those feelings in December going into January last year. Mm-hmm. And so guess what? This year, I don't have that. This year, I'm no longer working where I was, but I've decided to go into business for myself. So that's mm-hmm. something, you know, like I'm able to create and control that narrative now. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not in that relationship anymore. So I don't have to be stressing out about X, Y, and Z, you know? So for me, it was more so like, pinpointing the intangibles that that really kind of inspired me to Mm -hmm. like know like and set the tone for 2022 that like okay this can turn around because Mm -hmm. I'm actually in a better place than I was last year I have a lot less fake people around me I'm not in a place where I'm not wanted or valued etc etc so yeah um, yeah yeah. I mean you know it's funny it's like back to like the calendar thing we're like we were joking about I do believe like you know we are not on like, a, yeah, we have like the calendar in all 12 months of the year, all 365 days. But it's so funny because a lot of times we, we, we are, we feel like it's almost like we think we're bound to that like calendar in that time. And it's like, no, like your, your life can be amazing for these three months. And then it could suck for the rest of, for the next, like, you know, nine to 12, 16 months. Or it could be really bad for, you know, just for a that whole th- year. The whole yeah, word like a whole year, and then for like that one month, it's like it's just absolute bliss, and it's like you know, again, it's like you know, it, we're not like bound to that that calendar and that space, that physical space, that man made space of, uh, and time, because because honestly, anything can happen, it, yeah. any day. Any any time, any time you can literally, you can things can be re things could be mended. You can meet somebody new. You can you know start a business like you said. You know you can walk into like literally your whole life can change within a blink of an eye. Like I know I woke up one morning and I was like, yeah, like I I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what, like it just I felt different. You know I just felt really different and it was like a deep inner feeling of like all right well nothing's actually going on around me it's just I woke up that morning and I was just like nah I gotta be the person that I'm supposed to be you know and it's like I can't shy away from that and also it's like am I gonna spend another year or another day not even a year if I spend another day of my life trying to be more or trying to be somebody else that I'm not it's like like you said, everything that you need, you already have. And like, 
We also look at the variables, relationships, friendships, jobs, money, car, all that stuff. And we look at those things and we think, okay, I, I thought I needed that. And it's like, no, okay. you, you didn't need it. Like, <laughs> you know, and, but here's, yeah, but, but here, here's the thing though. It's like, whether that thing comes or goes, what if it stays, what if it leaves, what if it changes, all these things are going to go up and down oh, and the one thing that you have is yourself. That's the that's and that's the only person. That's the only thing you can control is you, um, right. because all these things around you are going to. And but you know what? I feel like that makes you a stronger person because when people are around you and they and they get to the where you're at, and they go, you know, Bell, I lost my job, I lost my car, I lost this, and you're just like you like that face you're making right now. It's just like, bro, you don't even know. It's like. <laughs> Like you're smack dab in the middle of where you need to be because you're gonna realize in a couple in a, in a in a for however long it takes that you you you're you're all you got like you're all you got but you're and all that's you and yeah and that's enough and that period it is it really truly is and that's why your relationship with yourself has to be the most beautiful amazing fruitful relationship that you carry on this earth 1000 percent. i had to literally like bolt down on that last year because it was just me everything mm-hmm. i thought every person that i thought would be with me was gone mm-hmm. so it's like well what am i gonna do if they're gone like you said friendships will come and go relationships will come and go but you are always with yourself. And I really, really had to like buckle down on that last year and just sit with it. I had to Mm -hmm. sit with myself in the pain. I had to sit with myself in the frustration and confusion and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, what you're saying is right. I remember um, there were times when you're talking about like someone can look at my situation in the future. Like I, some of the things that got me through, you know, specifically like the heartbreak I was going through is seeing like people who were even more invested in relationships than I was right people who've been married had kids been together 15 20 years you know and maybe went through either a loved one passing away or a divorce or whatever and being able to have those conversations with people who were in my who were in my life who had walked through similar situations if not even you know deeper situations gave me hope because I was like, as much as this is the most earth shattering thing that's happening in my life at this moment, I have someone right in front of me who has, wow, like I, I cannot fathom how you got through that, but you're telling me about it right now. So I know I'm going to be okay. Like, I know like this is worth going through, you know what I'm saying? And so. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I feel like you are, um, I don't want to speak to or touch it too much because that's your personal journey and I have to respect that. But I feel like you are, or I just feel very similar to where I was, where you are, where I was um, when we like, that's so crazy. We, you, you flew out to California and I had moved out there for a few yes. and like we, we, you, me and um, you, me and Michelle. a friend. Yeah. Michelle, shout out to Michelle and this Michelle. Um, we uh, linked up in Anaheim. And um, literally right across from freaking Disneyland. And like when we talked for like hours and just, you know, talking like old war vets, like, you know, old ministry (laughs) war vets. And like what's so funny, though, was like in which you didn't I don't think what you kind of knew because, you know, we've talked and I'm pretty sure you felt it. um, But, you know, I was in that space that you're talking about where it's like all I have is me like I. I am, I don't have a really a place to stay right now. I mean, I'm staying in the place, but it's not permanent and it's not stable. And it's so funny, bro. Like, cause all these things can be so freaking unstable and you literally have to find stability in unstable environments. And no, and that's the one thing that instead don't teach you that in school. They don't teach you that in college. They don't teach you that in, you know, I mean, yeah, you can probably get it from church, but it's like, it's just one of those things that life will just teach you where it's like, you got to find out, find a way to be stable and, and center yourself in unstable environments and unstable variables because you cannot find stability in even relationships. You cannot find stability in your, your friendships. You can't find stability in jobs. You can't find stability anywhere but with yourself and with God. Right. And you have to manage that. I heard a quote 
from that same preacher. He was like the the most successful people in life learn how to um, keep their balance in unstable terrain. Mm. Like it's almost like riding a bike and you have to keep your balance regardless of how, cause the terrain's going to change. You have smooth, you have smooth pavement, you'll have gravel, you'll have rocks. You'll probably have to go through water, hills, valleys, like grass with the mud. It does not matter. And it's like, I remember all I did when I was out there for those, for like that time, you meet, you follow me on Instagram. So, you know, I would just be sitting there on the beach. That's all I could do. Like when I got off of work, I just sit on the beach and just be by myself, be with my thoughts. I would go on trips by myself. That was the most amount of time that I have spent by myself mm. in a long time. And it was, a, and, but it wasn't like a, you know, it's different when you're home and you're, and you're literally like within like, you know, uh, a five to 10 mile radius of family around you. It, mm-hmm. or, or friends around you. This was like, I'm clear across the country. Right. Just I don't, it's yourself. just me. So to be able to take that time and sit with yourself and keep yourself in, in the space. And also that's the thing that I had to learn too, is that you have to honor where you are right now, but in, in a deeper sense, like honor how you feel. Like mm-hmm. this is how I feel right now in this moment, because a lot of times we don't want to, we feel like we need to cry and we don't want to cry. We feel like we need to lash out, but we don't want to lash out. We don't want to vent. We don't want to do all the, we don't want to feel these negative feelings. Because but, the world doesn't make mm-hmm. it a safe place to do so. 100%. I actually want to touch on that real quick because I was thinking about this. Go ahead, G. Days. I felt like with everything that I was experiencing last year, there's so many nuances of like, oh, you're so strong, like just hang in there, blah, blah, blah. But then there's also like this rhetoric of like, you know, don't let them see you cry. Don't let them see you with your head down, you know, especially when you go through a breakup or if you like from, from a job, whatever it is, it's like, don't let them see you. You know, you got to act like I'm all tough and I'm all bad and I'm invincible. And I don't have feelings and I'm a brick wall. No, I am devastated actually. Like, mm-hmm. and I need to allow myself to feel that. And that's something that I don't know. I've been thinking about like, if there's a community I can create or something to, in the future for people who are walking through what I went through, especially when it comes to relationships, it's like, we think, Oh, like, you know, you need to post a lot on social media make them miss you and do this and do that. It's like, actually, like I've been in the same pair of pajamas for the past five days and I've barely left my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's real. <laughs> like Word. that is so real. Like, let me tell you this. Like when Go I, ahead. I had, you know, I was like job searching for a little bit. Right. I took some, I was able to take like at least a month and a half, almost two months to not work. And that's when I, you know, we hung out in um, Cali but then, you know, I was like, okay, let me, let me find a job. Right. And I'm telling you, those days were so hard, Jason. Like mm. I would like, literally, like, I was so depressed. Like the only time I got up was to go downstairs and get my door dash and go back to my room. Like I like didn't move. <laughs> I, I, and then yeah. was times, like I had to have these job interviews on zoom and I literally like, you know, like it was so bad. I would be like, Val, I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, you got to give yourself the next 45 minutes to like, please like just stop crying for 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. And I go, I get my makeup, put my thing on and then I do my little interview and then I close the laptop and I just, I just, <laughs> just but you know what? Like I yeah. had to allow myself to do that because I, what I wasn't going to do was allow yeah. anyone or put that pressure on myself to be like, get it together. You know, it's like, you just had your world completely changed. Mm-hmm. Like that's not normal. Like even yeah. the way that we as society, even with COVID, you yeah. see some comments online with like, all right, well, life just goes on and this and that. Hold on. Million people are dying. Families are being in like people who had their families no longer have their families or had mm-hmm. their jobs no longer have jobs. And we're supposed to just be like, well, that's life. Like keep it moving like i still gotta be to work on monday morning my grandpa just passed away like hold on like you know like that's not how we are supposed to i don't think operate as people we have to allow space for mourning and grieving and love and loss and all of it and it's like i think that comes from just honoring your highest 
most authentic self, knowing and tuning into what you need as an individual. Like if it's that I need to be by myself for a couple of days, if it means I'm not going out or if it means whatever that process looks for you, like you said, you were out on the beach, just you, right? Like if that's your process, that's your process. And I think, you know, we have to be more aware and accepting of everyone's processes, but specifically looking inward what you can control is allowing yourself to, to do what you need to do, like period. because I it, it's it's because I, I won't honor the name of the podcast if I don't get you know just throw it out there so I have I have a thing that I do mm. um emotionally I have a I guess it's like a journey I go with with myself or just a moment of space that I give myself is that when I'm really feeling like when I'm really feeling bad or if I'm I've, or I've gone through something that I haven't really dealt with um, I will clear my schedule um, and I will be like, okay, you have 24 hours to just completely just be an absolute mess. Just do whatever you feel like you need to do in this moment with yourself, by yourself. It is not the healthiest thing, but it's one of the things that I've, there is some health to it because it's like, you know, like, okay, for example, I can't sit here and I can't judge. And I've learned that I can't judge people and how they process and how they cope with life. That's just right. how they do that. That's especially because we come from a very, you know, sheltered church background. And we are taught that a lot of things that, you know, people on the outside church do are bad. And it's like, okay, yeah, cool. I understand that part of it. But also let's go a little bit deeper with that is that sometimes people don't know how to cope with life. And they've also learned, they've learned their coping right. mechanisms from their parents. They've learned coping mechanisms from their friends. They've learned coping mechanisms from just being curious about life and falling into stuff. So with that being said, I've had I a lot of a lot of that religion religion and legalism that I had to deal with did not allow me to just fully process what I needed to process. So my mm -hmm. thing now is kind of like okay, I have a thing where I'm like if literally if anybody came up to me and tried to like tell me something or tried to feed me an idea or try to you know try to you know rationalize it it's like no no there's two different things going on at the same time and that's why i feel like both things can be and two things can be true at the same time is because that's that war with your head and your heart and it's like your head is trying to tell you all kinds of stuff and it's trying to correct you and behavioral management don't think like this and this is what this is and this right. is what that is but your heart is like i am a complete mess and i just need you to let me just like a sponge just squeeze me out and let me just get all this crap out and like so my thing is like literally i feel like you know it's like yo just honestly shut up and just let me feel what I need to feel right now feel all the feels that's yeah. something that I learned in therapy and counseling it's like my counselor she taught me to sit with it and as much as you want to avoid it it's going to end up coming back up whether you recognize it today or in 10 years you got to feel it 
how many people, how many of our parents in that generation has so much like, you know, just trauma and pain and hurt from things that happened when they were younger and they're, you know, early twenties and they never dealt with that. And that comes out. So it's just like, you might as well, you either deal with it today or in 10 years or in five years, you know what I'm saying? So I think as a society, we definitely have to be more like just accepting. And like you said, like just more adamant about letting your heart and your head exist in the same space Mm. and knowing at which moments to listen to which until they're eventually married on the same level. Right. Because, but we have, you know, we're created to have both of those things exist at one time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I totally feel like I totally feel like. Yeah. (laughs) And the second thing to that as well is I remember when I was a kid um, and the stuff, and I remember I told you some of the stuff that I've been through growing up and some of those hard spaces, those hard, like, you know, moments of time that I was in, whether it's been family stuff or just, you know, all kinds, it's just, it just feels like, if you know what I'm saying, it's just like one of those things where it's like everything is happening at one time. And it's just, it's, it's insane. And I remember like going, you know, dealing with that in therapy. And I remember I just was like, I just, you know, I'm just teary eyed, just absolute mess with my therapist. And she was like, you know, um, She's basically like, you know, what would you tell the people around you back then? Or even now, like, you know, like, what would you tell them? You know, what would you say to them when it came to like how you were feeling at that time? You know, what would you say to them? I'm like, I'm like, I was just a kid. Like, you know, because I was like, literally, but it's like I was a kid in that moment, you know, looking back. And it's like I was I wasn't lazy in school. I wasn't, you know, uh you know, ditzy and stuff like, cause I, w- I remember I had gotten tested for all kinds of stuff, you know, different mental disorders, um, you know, in, during the divorce of my parents. And it was just like, bro, I was depressed. Like I was, but I didn't know that I was sad. I was angry. My whole world was crumbling. Like, like she, she helped me understand my therapist. She helped me understand like how, like, when parents get divorced or if there's like a breakup in or there's tension in within a within a you know within a marriage it it just it literally robs the ch- the child of their innocence because their whole world has been this thing for so long mom and dad and brothers and sisters and family and toys and school and life and then when something happens it it's like the whole world comes crashing down on them and they don't have the emotional intelligence to 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 verbalize how they feel right you know so it comes out in weird ways it comes out in different ways it comes out in they're angry at school they're bullying people they're upset they're trying different stuff they're you know they're involved and it's like bro but when you go back to the root of it it's like bro i was sad I was upset. I was, I was, my heart was broken in that time. And I like what you said though, about like, especially our generation or our parents' generation, because I'm pretty sure our parents, your parents and my parents are similar, are kind of similar in age. It's that baby boomer generation. It's that all due respect to them. It's, you know, they were not, they, they weren't taught a lot of like emotional intelligence. You know, it's just, it's just something that they just didn't learn, but that was also because of the time that they lived in. Right. But um, yeah, man, like it's, it's just crazy to think like, you know, you have to, like, I like how you said that allow your head and your heart to kind of like have a, just a meeting of, you know, meeting of the minds, no pun intended, but like you, you they both come together and right. it's like, okay, yeah, two things can be true. This on, on, on the heart side is true. And it, this on the head side is true. And the, and then there's war between the two of them. Right. It's crazy. And especially if you're an artist and you're extremely sensitive and you're extremely creative, it's even worse because it's like you feeling it all in the moment and it comes. Yeah, man. So just to wrap this up, that was, that was pretty deep. I'm going to come up for air. Um, right. like, like we just went super deep, but I love it. That, that's the point. <laughs> Um, so what, um, what is your two questions? What does your spirituality look like right now? Um, we talked about a little bit about that. Um, you shared a little bit about that before we talked about it. 
Um, what does your spirituality look like right now? And also, what do you see for this year for you? What do you see 2022 looking like? Yeah, so spirituality, you know, wow, I feel that I've been in this process of unlearning and God has been re relaying my foundation in him for the past, honestly, since we were in, in ministry school together. Mm -hmm. um, there were already things that I was in the process of unlearning then. And then like, even more so now as I've matured and grown, like there are other things that I had to unlearn. Um, last year, I, I did experience a lot of church hurt and we've experienced ministry hurt, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, being in ministry and experiencing that is one thing and it's a little different, you know, um, mm. obviously being on the other side and seeing how the church can treat certain people, certain groups of people, whatever is always sad. Right. But last year I walked through that feeling of like, I wasn't welcomed anymore. And it really wasn't even like, you know, I just had things that I was processing as a 24 year old woman that I was going through and feeling that the church at the time wasn't a safe place for that to exist really was devastating in a way, right? To like, be like, wow, I get it now. I get it now. Like I get why people feel some type of way. Totally like I went, I'm going through that right now. But the beautiful thing about it for me is that not once did I ever feel that my relationship with God was affected. A hundred percent. While, you know, the leaders I looked up to or the people that I, you know, had in my circle abandoned and exiled me, it was like, wow, that sucks. Mm -hmm. But how you feel about me and what you just said about me and what, how you just made me feel has nothing to do with who God says that I am. And that doesn't take away his, his place in my life. And mm -hmm. I feel like that was the one thing I remember journaling later last year, the one thing that stayed with me that I knew that my, my relationship with God was um, preserved through all the fire and mess that I went through last year. Right. So I would say that, you know, I'm still in this tension of, you know, I love, I love, you know, serving when I can, but I'm still in that tension of figuring this out and what, you know, my relationship with God looks like for me, you know, the Bible says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And it's like, I'm doing that. Val's figuring this out. Me and God, we're, we're walking through that. There was definitely, you know, hurt with the church during 2020 and social injustice and that whole mess. So I'm still, I'm still processing how the church has, reacted in certain situations right that was, that was so, a wild time that was a really really wild time and so crazy just I'm still navigating through that but mm -hmm. more than anything I know that I want God to be in my life forever and whether that means I am in church every Sunday or not like you know that to me is the most important thing is that I am knowing the person the character of who God is so that is, I hope that's not like a churchy answer. Was that a churchy answer? No, no, no that's not. That's an honest answer. <laughs> okay, that's an honest answer. It's like I'm figuring it out because I see, I see a lot of flaws, and this is another conversation for another day. But you know, Western <laughs> Christianity and like who Jesus is, who the person of Jesus was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things. So I'm navigating. That. Like I'm uncovering things, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorting that out. Um, but for this year. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know. Like when I tell you, I, I'm not usually one of those like, oh my gosh, new year, like completely new me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I will say that I genuinely felt a shift for me going wow. into when it hit midnight. Like mm. for me, it was like, you, you just made it girl. Like yeah. not that you ain't got the money in your bank account right now. You ain't got this, this, this but you just made like, I literally felt like I leveled up. Like, I felt like it was like, you just went through that and you're here right now. This, everything is about to change because mm -hmm. it can only go up from here. So for me, you know, mm -hmm. what that looks like practically is like, you know, I'm about to relaunch my um, virtual assistance business. So yeah. hopefully by the end of January, you know, I've got some business ideas. I'm allowing myself to create, like, I'm going yeah. to be- Come on. At least three singles this year, at oh. least. 
you know, yes. like I'm yes. really like pouring my heart and soul into every creative idea that comes to me because what I'm not going to do is live on this earth and feel like I'm tied to a nine to five or, and this is no shade to nine to fives or nothing like that. But for no, me, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm just not living, you know, another a year doing that. I'm literally going after everything that Val wants to do. And if that's travel is, if that's, you know, business ideas, creative ideas, if that's love, whatever it is, like mm-hmm. I'm just doing it. And yeah. Um, yeah. the thing that COVID has taught us is like, you never know like what's going to happen next. So you might as well just do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like do yeah, what yeah. you your heart to do. So yeah, that's, it's, um, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. I was going to ask you if you were, you were working on anything. I mean, I know you were working on things, but obviously, you know, I have a, I have an audience now. Um, so I had to ask that, but um, no, nah, man, that, no, I feel that. Cause it's like, you know, especially for us as creative people, we, we have to create, I realize that now it's like, bro, whatever I'm doing, bro, I have to create something. I have to, whether if it's Instagram posts, whether if it's this podcast, whether if it's, you know, doing, and also it's like, you know, um, I'll speak to you going through the stuff that you went through and then also, you know, where I was at as well. And I'm not the only person because obviously we're not the only people because I know you know people and I know people that have gone through stuff as well last year and also in 2020. And it's like, yo, like that should be confidence to number one, to see it, first of all, how good God is and how that he's got you. And also like whatever it gets burned down in the fire, it it's gone but what's what's left is what you have and work with what you have because a lot of us have more than we think it's like you got way more than you know than you know and you got to like literally go in there and get in your ma- get in your bag as they say and pull yeah. all that stuff out it's like yo i can do this yeah i can do this i can do that i have done this i have when you go back and look at all the things that you've done mm-hmm. regardless of how big or small it is you should go back and be like, bro, nah, I did that. And I, I did. did it and I did it well. And it like, I remember coming home and I was talking to a friend of mine um, and her and her husband, um, I was sitting with them and their kids. And we were, I was just telling them, you know, just decompressing. I literally spent like a couple of months, you know, spent a couple of months just doing absolutely nothing. I was just decompressing, just moving my whole life and then move, coming back home. And I remember I was telling him, I was like, you know, I was kind of scared to come home because I didn't know what people would think and how people would feel, um, what my family would think, how they feel. I feel like a failure. I feel like I messed up. I feel like it didn't work out. I told everybody all over God's green earth that I was moving and how amazing it was, but they didn't know the hell that I was going through. Um, but also the good stuff that I was going through as well, was, you know, but I told, but he looked at me and he was just like, but you did it. Right. And I was like, I was like yeah. He was like, that's all that matters. You did it, you know, like, and for you, it's like, you went through it. You went through it. And like, that's what you say, like all the stuff that's about to come out of that space and time of your life, the poems, the songs, the, the right. ideas, the, vent, the business ventures, the projects, it's like, bro, I'm excited for you. Honestly, I'm extremely excited. Let's, for you. Let me just say, let me add this. Go like, ahead. I wasn't able to even think creatively because of mm. where I was right mm-hmm. it was in my desire like oh, I want to create more I want to do this more I want to travel more I want to do this but where I was was tying me down and mm. it's like I knew it was time to leave but it was literally like God like pushed me out it was like the only way you're gonna do what I put in you to do is if you're not here no more but you're too scared to take that leap on yourself and so it was like this whole scenario that was created for me to literally not be there anymore. Mm -hmm. And I can say even in the middle of all the madness last year, for the first time, like I've come, Jason, I've come up with so many ideas and business adventures, like in the middle of all that mess, that is when it, the light bulb went off and I'm like, Oh, my brain is finally free enough. I'm not worried about planning center. I'm not worried about this and doing that. And somebody texts me three o'clock in the morning. Cause this like, I have all the time and space that I need in this moment right now to allow the energy and the creativity to flow through me. So it's like, even in the middle of that dark season, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of understanding why that all needed to happen. Cause now 
you just gave me a million dollar idea. Like you just, you so I'm saying like, you just gave me another song. Like I just got yeah. another song out of this. I yeah. just, you know, yeah. so it's like, it, it sucks when you don't see what's on the other side. Right. I always go back to like one of my favorite stories is like the children of Israel. And like when they're about to walk through the red sea, right. Mm-hmm. They, you know, didn't know what was on the other side and they didn't really know how they were going to get through it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's just like literally taking step by step. And sometimes like, I don't know about you, but I'm such a futuristic person. And it's like, I, it's a gift because it's like, I see the big picture. I'm like, Oh, and this can flow into this, 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 mm-hmm. this, this. But I'm also not like, oh, I hate like slowing down and wait to get there. I have to do mm-hmm. this, this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. now I have that space and that I can go at that pace of knowing like, all right, we're just going to take it step by step by step. You've shown me the vision. Now it's just step by step. And so it's all for a purpose. Like, and I know that I always say, if you, if you have a pulse, then you still have a purpose. And 100%. like, I remember telling myself that in ministry school and it, mm-hmm. like there's days, you know? And so it's just like, we're here, we're here and we have what we need and everything that we need will get us to where we need to go. Period. Valerie Davis, <laughs> you, you cannot lose. You can't lose, man. You can't uh, lose. That's real. But no, I appreciate you coming on here. Um, last time we did this was dope. And this time it's, it was just as dope. This one's, this one was better than the last one. I'll tell you that right now. Um, because if it, you're, you're free now. You can, you can breathe. Like that's what you're, everything that you're saying and everything that you're telling me right now is just like, I'm just like, she, she's free. Like you're free. And, and being free is, is a great place to be, man. 